Welcome back to Coast to Coast, the hockey podcast. I'm March, alongside Danny. Today we are back with a good friend of the show, Alex. Alex was a part of a couple episodes, including our Montreal Canadiens deep dive of Colin and our season's prediction roundtable. We will talk about an interesting story of his that's gone viral as of late. And if we have time, we might dig a little deeper with a certain Habs player that Alex likes. Danny, take it away. Uh, thank you so much, March. Um, and thank you so much, Alex, for being with us tonight. Uh, you know the topic. We wanted to really get you uh, to tell us a little bit more about this. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about you guys? We're pretty good. Pretty good. We're super happy to have you. And uh, like I was mentioning, you've uh, you've probably done done a few media outlets so far. I know the uh, there was a French article on this in the in RDS and uh, we've heard that maybe uh, people would like to listen to the story on a podcast uh, on an English podcast that goes um, what is it like twenty uh, percent of our audience is, is in the U.S. So we're pretty much growing there, and uh, we just wanted to hear your story about this because. It's a local story, but it's a it's a fascinating story. It just tells um, uh, fan bases out there, uh, outside Montreal, what what it's like to be a Montreal fan uh, and the extent of it uh, versus some other places where hockey is not that uh, big. So, okay, um, so I'll cut straight to the chase, Alex. Uh, I'll ask you some basic questions about this. You want to just tell us how this whole uh, Poulet Rouge went about and and uh, for those uh, that don't speak French Poulet Rouge means red chicken um it's a restaurant chain so you want to tell us more about uh, uh this whole story how it started and anything you want to share yeah sure well uh basically during christmas my brother talked to me about this restaurant Poulet Rouge and you know uh i didn't have one really that close to me so i never tried it uh, I went a couple times before. Then I, I went, uh, I, I think it was the 12th of January when they played against uh, the Sharks. And Cole made an assist. So, you know, uh, being the being that guy, uh, <laughs> I said, okay, well, I'm going to go again and see, see what happens. So I think it was the Oilers right after. Uh, mm-hmm. I went back. He, had, I think he had two points that game. So I was like, okay, maybe I, I'm onto something now. Yeah. So, so I just kept going every game day. And uh, um, after the first or second time, I, I told people about it on Twitter or X, however you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, and people got into it. So you know, it just a lot of people. And, I know. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. It's, uh, I, every time I see this, I'm like, wow, there's lots of people following this. And uh, it's pretty crazy. I never thought people would get into it. But, you know, that's just Montreal, the market. Everyone is into it. Uh, and it's pretty fun to engage with everyone because everyone is so into it. And they're like, yo, you got to go get that Poulet Rouge today. You mm-hmm. you have to. <laughs> and, you know, ever since I, I kept going every game day. And as we know right now, cold just got another assist tonight so 10 points game streak um uh, it's pretty surreal you know i and like you said i got an article with rds uh which is like tsn or however you want it here and uh i never thought that would happen and uh, uh if you someone had told me that at the beginning of the year or when i joined twitter i would have been like yeah you you're full of shit you know mm-hmm. it's never gonna happen and so so it's pretty crazy eric angles just followed me (laughs) earlier tonight uh i don't know maybe it's gonna lead to me meeting cole 
would love to, oh, but wow. uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, it's just uh, it's just good fun, and uh, everyone that's into it is uh, pretty cool. Uh, everyone is just so so nice about it, so it's really fun. Well, I gotta say, like you're pretty humble about this because you do an outstanding job on the social media. I, I obviously one of the, one of your followers, and um, like you entice people as well. Like you you tweet like hours before. You know, I guess guys were where I'm going and in, in the Caulfield smiling pictures and, 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 and gifs and all that. So you do an outstanding job as well. It's it's you make it fun, actually, to be honest with you. Just as a Habs uh, fan base on Twitter, you just make it fun. So you add to the fun. So um so this restaurant, like uh, like what are they is it like a KFC kind of place or what kind of what kind of restaurant is it? Uh like if I could say something because there's not really anything close to it like in Quebec mm -hmm. but like the closest yeah. thing to it would be a Chipotle like okay. it, it's mm -hmm. almost the same type you know there's no burritos but it's like a, it's a rice bowl but you can get a poutine and you can get salad so it's like rice uh, uh, or poutine or it's salad with chickens mm -hmm. on top and they have like uh, four kind of chicken uh, always take the shisha. Uh, it's garlic, um, garlic chicken, but they have bar barbecue. Uh, I, they have volcano, and they have another one that I can't remember, but it's pretty good. They like they do their chicken there. It's fresh, and you know they they have um, they have vegetables and everything. So it's pretty funny to see because Subway's now doing like bowls, like just like they do over <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, yeah. It got pretty big, um, and Honestly, it's my brother who showed me that, and I, I had never heard of them either prior to that. And I don't know. It's and how cheap. far is it? How far uh, is it? It's 22 minutes away, so you know it's all. No way. It's 22 minutes away from where wow, I live. You make a, you make and, a yeah, that's uh, commitment, man. Yeah, I was talking to my friend uh, about this, and I, I realized it was 22 minutes away, and I was like, you know, it's written in the stars now. You know, it's Cole Caulfield's number. 100%. But yeah, no, it's pretty far. They they told me actually that they're about to open one right next to me this summer. So <laughs> I don't know if it's because I went there for you, too right? much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's pretty far. But uh, no, it's it's really good. Plus, it's cheap. So it's like fifteen seventy four with taxes over here. So and it fills you up. So instead of paying like twenty dollars go to McDonald's or something like that, yeah. I'd go there. Yeah, of course. It's real food. It's not uh, not processed or, or whatnot. But um, exactly. 15, 15, 74 of March, that's what got Kanyemi and who's, who wears 74? Anyways. Uh, uh, now, uh, what? The, how do you say his name? The guy? The new guy? Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah, 74? Yeah, yeah. yeah Alexi Emelin's okay. uh, twin brother. Anyways. How about we stay on, on topic with Cuffield? I think uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not much there with Kat. Uh, yeah, 15, sorry, is New Hook. Never mind. Why am I stuck with Kat Kanyemi? It's New Hook. It, you yeah. hook and junior like that's not bad okay um what else i wanted to know about this uh march was there anything you wanted to know about that restaurant well while i did still you think mention, about this did you mention your alex did you mention your go-to dish um because you were talking about it but what's your go-to thing yeah so every time i go i take the rouge ball which is with rice uh like i said okay. i take the shisha chicken which is uh, garlic chicken uh, then I add spicy mayo on top of the rice. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you can get seven things, but every time I go, I get uh, crispy onions, tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, shredded chick, uh, shredded cheese, uh, corn, and uh, sweet pickles, and t uh, tzatziki. 
Mm-hmm. Not like I said it, but yeah, no, they have lots of options, but that's what works for me. And you know, since it, it worked ten just, games, just don't change it. Yeah, yeah. just stay, stay where you're at. <laughs> Nothing will be changed. He's gonna it. start getting sick of it, and he's like, I can't do it. I have to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm looking at this article. So basically, before, well, the article uh, on RDS that was written by Michel Laprise, who reached out to you. Uh, before we go there, uh, you got noticed as well by the restaurant themselves. Like they are. Uh, actually contacted you i, I kind of saw that as well so um are yeah, they wanna... franchise are they like uh are these like you know what i mean like are, th- are these like are they se- like owned separately uh, is this, I... or is this one location that reached out to you or was this like their corporate twitter no it was a corporate twitter i don't know if they oh, okay. have franchisees but yeah they they actually reached out to me uh b- before the all-star game break um and yeah, ever since we're we're working on something, it's it's coming soon. Uh, there's mm-hmm. going to be a face reveal. So oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so it's happening uh, on Super Bowl weekend. Uh, they're coming over to my place. We're going to film something, and obviously I'll let uh, everyone know when it happens. Everyone's gonna see it. But yeah, uh, they're hooking me up right now. So it's pretty cool. Never thought it would happen too. Uh, you know, I was just doing this for uh, for the fun of it and because it was working, but uh, just getting recognized by them uh, and having the chance to do a col- a collaboration with them is uh, is pretty cool. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Is your brother in any way jealous of all this, or <laughs> he's just enjoying the show? No, he's just enjoying the show too. Because uh, okay. uh, you know, uh, I have a I have a pretty big following on Twitter, and uh, he's. He sees that and uh, he just finds that funny, you know, because him too. He never thought that would happen. Uh, my parents find it funny too. He call me superstar now because uh, yeah. <laughs> I have articles <laughs> and everything. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, just don't forget about us when you're hanging with uh, flying uh, private jets with Eric Engels and I don't know what. So. <laughs> I won't <laughs> worry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't be on the podcast. I'm hanging out with Arpen Basu here, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're bathing in chicken, anyways. <laughs> bathing in chicken. <laughs> that's actually really cool. Like that. Hey, that's why I'm now. You're now. I'm never gonna do a face reveal. I'm gonna wait for my time. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I never. I never thought I would do one, but you know, at this point, with everything that's happening, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have to. It's a great opportunity for yeah, me too. You know. Um, not like I wanted to do that. That that was never my goal. But now that the opportunity rose, uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I feel like you know I'd be stupid just to say no to that. And uh, yeah. I love the product too. So you know, for me, it's uh, it's a win-win situation. And uh, just getting yeah, recognized exactly. on Twitter and everything. You know, Eric Engels followed me. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought it would yeah. happen. Michel followed me, called me, and he's like, "Hey, if you want, just text me and everything." So you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, he told me you know he said you know i can't guarantee you but you know by doing this i hope that you can meet cole so you know it's just it's just pretty cool i, I got marco d'amico that said that uh michel laprice said that okay yeah but he uh, he helped you get not i'll let you tell the story go ahead no but yeah exactly he helped me get uh notified you know chantal saw it uh marco d'amico uh also said, you know, he wished, uh, you know, big people in uh, in Habsland, you know, as journalists and everything. So yeah. it's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny. You know, never thought it would happen. I, I still. You deserve it. There, there's no, there's no question about it. You deserve it. Yeah. 
Um, pretty happy for you about that. Um, Thank you. I so yeah, we basically Chantal promised you that uh, that uh, she'll pass on the message. I think Cole will get a kick out of it. He's he's got the personality to like stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> I think. Um, you know, you we uh, March we had. Um, you remember when we had uh, Patricia from uh, the, her story with Rhinebacker as well, and Chantal helped put that together as well. Uh, we had her on the show, and um, seems like, uh, you know, uh, really the new management is really opening things up for for fans. Yeah, I wonder if uh, is is Pule Rouge uh, some sort of. Do they have a, some sort of advertising, advertising in the Bell Center, or, or something like that? Because I've got to tell you, like, that's an opportunity. I think that's gonna. I don't Matt, think just they to, do because it's it's just it's fairly new. But if you they, know, yeah, Alex, like, if if they swap the RBC logo for Poulet Rouge because of you, I think we're winning. I I, I want season tickets if that happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm buying that ad tickets. on the jersey for sure. Like you know, swap <laughs> it, put it, put it three times if you can. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, good. Um, good. I mean, that's pretty much it. March. I really, really wanted to know the story behind it. I think uh, people are gonna get a. So basically, did you get to? And I don't have to answer this, but did you basically did you get to meet the owner of the restaurant or the chain? Or that's not really uh, that much. Uh, no, that, that uh, that's not what happened. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Maybe okay. one day if I get enough money, I'll buy one. You know, put some coffee post posters everywhere. And uh, start the the coffee bowl or something like that. <laughs> oh, that would awesome. be cool. Oh, yeah. Imagine that would be it, so cool. Yeah, but like my girlfriend told me, I don't know if she can, because you know Cole does a lot of McDonald's ads during. He does. Yeah, uh, in Quebec actually, it's been like the third year he does. So I don't know how those contracts work or. Competing, yeah. But you know, I'm sure he does Tylenol, so. They, they they don't have a big following on Twitter, so they have an opportunity, you know, to do something, and I think that's what they're trying to capitalize in on. So we'll see. I think it's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, that's uh, for me and March. Uh, that kind of seals the deal on Wrapped the uh, okay on the Poulet Rouge story. Alex, yeah. anything else you wanted to talk about uh, that before we move forward? No, I think that sums it up pretty well. Said everything. Oh. Uh, with that, we wish you the best of luck. Obviously, I mean that's it's a pretty cool story. I mean, obviously, this thing comes kind of out of the blue. Uh, like you said, make the most of it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, just for the record, guys, uh, we're not ending the episode here uh, because it sounded like we're we're ending here. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, best of luck, man. Oh, no, okay, we no. go. <laughs> we no, got uh, we got a little bit more. Uh, You've mentioned it before. Uh, hint, hint. Uh, Twenty-two. Um, we might be talking a little bit about that uh, following up here. However, before we get into that, uh, be sure to follow us on major social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at C2CTHP and catch all our latest episodes from deep dives to collaborating with friends of the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon Music. That's right. All my Amazon purchases got Bezos to sign the agreement. Uh, <laughs> please make sure to rate our episode on one of those platforms and share these episodes with those you know. And it is massive as it, it is massive support. Um, 
So what we're going to be ending up uh, doing today is a little something called uh, Player Spotlight. And I just wanted to quickly talk about uh, what we already do on the show, which is our team deep dives. So essentially, our deep dives are an episode reserved for one team, which allows us to go over everything from its in-game experiences to its roster. These episodes allow us to connect to fans and and podcasts coast to coast. I mean, Canadians, Americans, um, and now we're actually going international, it seems. I mean, we've got a lot of viewers uh, coming from uh, multiple countries now. Okay, not Mr. Worldwide just yet, but yeah. um, it's uh, looking pretty good. So, and we, you know, we talk about their favorite teams. And I think what it does is it gives us and the listener a feel for what it's like to be a fan of that team, um, especially the bit. Uh, uh, I'll give cre- uh, Danny some credit here with his um, fan experience. I mean, that, that's it's such a great thing to uh, learn about and listen to. Um, yeah. Danny, do you want to go ahead and just talk about, uh, you know, our audience or, contributors and stuff like that yeah but we did that we kind of hinted at that as well like we usually reach out to other podcasts to 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 do a collab with them as well Mm -hmm. um we've had really really good deep dives with uh with some of the podcasts that we have had on um my personal favorites are like the ones that we did for arizona and boston and uh the most recent one was chicago it was it was so good. Like we really get to know what the fan experience is like and where to go and where to eat before the game and you know, like uh, the best seats in the house and all these things. So um, our deep dives are, are something I am personally proud of. And you uh, really uh, help shape it, March, and you would do an awesome job as well with it. So um, teams we've covered so far, I think we've done, was it three or four out of the original six teams yet? And we've yep. done like, a, yeah, and we did uh, did LA, Vancouver, we get uh, Arizona. I'm, I'm blanking here, but like they're all can be found on our uh, podcast. So. Um, Yeah, exactly. Good point. I mean, we've been making an effort as well on top of this to categorize our stuff. So something that you'll see coming forward um, is we're going to kind of um, categorize our episodes. So we have our team deep dives. Um, We've just introduced our last episode, which is our monthly on ice, which is where we'll uh, basically go over the uh, monthly uh, news updates. Um, we don't really, we won't just uh, bring it to you as uh, you know a TSN panel. We like to make it um, quite yeah. opinionated, so it's a great time. Um, you know, interviews with various personalities. Obviously, someone like Alex has been on the, uh, you know, and also another Alex from Habs Fan TV. I mean, we've we've had uh, a lot of episodes just like that as well. Puck My Life is another person that has been on for an interview. Yep. Uh, Hockey DB Ralph. Um, and now Hockey we're, DB, we didn't, yeah, we should mention that hockey DB. Yeah. That was, that was an awesome episode as well. That was a really good episode for those who haven't listened to it. I really, 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 really recommend that you listen to that because, uh, Ralph is a very informative person and it's quite interesting, um, to hear the voice behind, uh, such a, uh, a great website and, and something we use almost on a day-to-day basis as hockey fans. Um, however, um, now we're going to move on to our player spotlights. So Alex, uh, do you want to talk about uh, a little bit about Caulfield? Sure. I mean, uh, what you guys want to talk about? You never want to. You won't step away from a Caulfield conversation, eh? With never. the 15th overall selection, the Montreal Canadiens select from the U.S. National Development Program, Cole Caulfield. The biggest person on the stage selects one of the smallest players in the draft. But here's the question. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same about. Uh, um, Pizzetta. Anyways, um, okay, so <laughs> Habs fans know so much about him, but for those listening to us that don't already, here are some basics about Cole. So get ready. I'm going to just basically go over 
some some factual stuff about uh, Cole Caulfield, and we're going to kind of go over uh, what Alex might think of him. Uh, so, you know, Cole Caulfield has had, had um, a great career so far. I mean, obviously, there's so much more to come, specifically his junior career. I mean, the kid had 72 goals in 64 games with the U.S. National Team Development Program. Um, he also represented Team USA at the World Junior Championships in 2021, winning a gold medal. Uh, Caulfield had a pretty decent career at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, he won the Hobie Baker Award there. Um, this player is known for his goal scoring ability. Uh, he has a, he possesses a lethal shot uh, that was in question earlier this season um, due to his recent surgery on his shoulder. However, Alex and Poulet Rouge have helped bring him back to, to great form. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Um, you know, he finds open spaces in the offensive zone to capitalize on scoring opportunities. Uh, he definitely has a smaller structure, uh, most notably a uh, player, or sorry, I was going to say a hockey player that was compared to him. Uh, there wasn't a hockey player compared to him at the draft. It was actually a soccer player. Lionel Messi um, was his yeah. comparison at the NHL draft. Uh, that's one of the best moments of all time. Um, but he's a constant threat on the ice. I mean, one of the most... Um, creative uh, and dangerous players on the roster right now. Um, I mean, th some similar players you, you can, you can look at. Uh, and obviously I think uh, one of these players, he might be better than, you know, you look at like Alex Dabrinkit or Patrick Kane. Uh, he has maybe a similar statue to someone like uh, Johnny Goudreau has that silkiness to his game. Um, his presence on the ice forces opposing teams to account for his offensive threat. So he opens up space for his teammates. I mean, we all remember that move that Martin St. Louis showed him. Uh, yeah. That one practice that shot. has become, yeah, yeah the, the nice fake shot and then swivel out and then he just snipes it. I mean, that is so cool. Um, his confidence poised with the puck uh, makes him a go-to option, except for uh, Mike Matheson. Um, <laughs> you know, his effectiveness <laughs> on the power play. I mean, this is a player that we've been waiting for. Uh, as he continues to gain experience and adjust to the pace of the NHL, NHL play, uh, Caulfield has the potential to become one of the league's best goal scorers. I mean, last year he was definitely on pace for that. Um, continued development. Um, you know, there might be a few things that we can look at in terms of consistency or defensive play. I mean, some people might quote unquote say, well, you know, is he just a goal scorer? But I think he has more to him than just that. Um, great hockey IQ. Um, off the ice and, you know, off the ice, the guys, um, I, I want to praise him for you know, what they teach them in, in reporter school, which is, you know, just say, hey, get the puck deep uh, and all this stuff. However, you know, he's got a great personality. Obviously, the video with, um, I think it was, yeah, Spit and Chicklets, right? Where he was on the, what do they call those golfing videos? Um, uh, sandbaggers. Yeah, yeah, Sandbaggers. And wasn't he with Zegris? He was with Zegris, yeah. Yeah, that was, I, I, I enjoy stuff like that. And, you know, he, we've obviously have, have a knack for, getting certain players like Slavkovsky or Jacob Fowler, kids that have a, a pretty decent personality. And I think Caulfield's definitely that kind of player, not uh, just maybe around fans, um, but also in the locker room. So uh, I'll pass it on to Danny here. I mean, I've basically gone over the basics of Cole yeah. Caulfield uh, and more. However, um, maybe I'll ask you guys, did I miss anything? Anything you guys wanted to mention? Or Danny, did you want to take it away? Yeah, you missed something big, though. You know, oh, right. uh, on sandbaggers, he, you know, we learned that he's called uh, the cock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I, yeah, I have that maybe was... three or four memes in my phone that say that. 
Yeah, the cock <laughs> by Webby. But yeah. yeah, another point that would have probably added, uh, you know, that uh, this year really grew uh, is his defensive game. You know, mm-hmm. he's mostly talked about, you know, that being that goal scorer. You know, he's he's a pure goal scorer. You know, the, you, you can't have a player like that. You know, he's just elite on that front. But uh, mm-hmm. Marty really helped him, you know, strengthen his defensive game. And, you know, I... I don't like it, but I mean, it's something you got to point out, you know, he's more sound defensively. Uh, he'll back check more. Uh, mm-hmm. He just does a bit more without the puck. So, you know, it didn't translate at the beginning, you know, because usually, you know, they say, yeah. well, if you play good without the puck, you'll get the puck more. Uh, it didn't translate, but like you said, he had that big surgery on his shoulder, which probably affected him. You know, it's, it's something big for, uh, do we think it's serious score. by the way? Do, you, do, we, do you guys think it's over or? Well, I think it was pretty serious. You know, did they side sideline him for yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I think it was pretty important, you know, that they did that too. You know, you don't want that to go further and, you know, bring that to a, to a point where, you know, it's, it's harder for to come back. So, you know, the season was already over. So they made a great move and Cole was able to recuperate. Uh, and get healthy but yeah you know it, it was I, I feel like it was hard at the beginning but uh, you know it's cool he'll get back to it he, he has that elite shot elite uh, sense and he's just a pure goal scorer so I'm not scared for him I th- on that front I, I think um, yeah like you have to think about uh, where the surgery where the injury is and and what it affects and you know like what what makes him it's not like the you know, slap shots or wrist shots. I mean, wrist shots are, are very whippy and they, you know, there's a lot of force on, on, you know, the elbow and, and bicep area. Um, and you're also kind of torquing your shoulder a lot. So I think it just gets a little bit of getting used to, especially if, you know, all of a sudden, because it's not like surgery and you feel the same, like yeah. you're, you're going to feel a bit different there. So, um, but I'm glad to see him pick up the pace here. I mean, he's just, I think he's passed uh, Suzuki and goals again. Uh, I don't know after tonight, but uh, uh, I'm glad that he's he's getting back into uh, goal scoring form. Good. Um, well, it's you did a, such a good job recapping uh, so far what he's done in his career march. Um, on to the more sentimental kind of thing, because we know we couldn't have an episode with, with Alex without uh, having him really <laughs> be... We, we couldn't have like one of those um, uh, player spotlights episode without having uh, the biggest fan of a player. I think I don't know anyone else who obsesses with the player either. more than Alex. So even though I I do have some of my favorites as well, but so Alex, uh, more on the sentimental kind of things. Uh, why does this player mean so much to you? I mean, it's just you know how how he is. You know, he's got that aura you know around him. You know, he's just mm-hmm. he's always laughing. He he's a you know he's got that swagger. Uh, I yep. I actually follow him. Uh, when he was at the U.S. and TDP and uh, U18 tournament, you know, uh, when he beat Ovi's record. And, you know, mm-hmm. you just watch him play, you know. He's a small guy. I'm 6'5", you know, so I can't relate to that. Holy man. <laughs> You're 6'5"? Yeah, I'm 6'5". I, I, I can't relate That's to it? him being so... What? <laughs> uh, rebranded to Hulk Like, what the hell taller, is that? Taller than Shea Weber. <laughs> yeah, it would have nice, been a great man. D for the Habs, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you know. He he's just 
he's got character. You know, he always competes and he's always laughing. And I don't know, there's just, there was always something about him. You know, that there's little, this little kid who's always been told, you know, you're too small to play. You're never yes. going to be that. And every time he just showed him like, hey, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And uh, like he said on um, uh, Spinning Chicklet, you know, Jack Hughes didn't even want him on that US NTDP team. And this kid goes on and fucking scores 72 goals in one in one season. Like, yep. it's just unheard of. And uh, I, I loved him back then. And I never thought it would be possible to Habs draft him. When he fell, you know, I was uh, over the moon. I uh, yep. probably broke it. Uh, I almost broke my table just jumping <laughs> everywhere because we had him. And, you know, once he came in after that Hobie Baker season in uh, Wisconsin, uh, you know, he j everywhere he goes, he, he's just he's just that guy. So I never never once was scared of, of him not producing with the Habs. Yeah, I mean, and look, and I mean, it's not really, uh, you don't draft players based on this, but at the same time, like the, the NHL is really reshaping itself these days. And it's all becoming all about friends, and you can see the camaraderie. And even in the all-star games that we saw, like it did, players they like to hang out with each other. The Hewitt brothers are a big part. You mentioned Zegras, uh, Caulfield fits within that that mold as well of players that just like to know each other. Um, we've seen friendships uh, form as well with the uh, uh, Leonard and and um, I'm drawing a blank here, but uh, Will Smith and Leonard and all these guys, they're all friends. And we we got the same thing with Caulfield and you know with Zigres being on the block right now it really makes me uh, dream at least yeah. for me. Yeah. So um, I mean if Zigres lands in Montreal I might join you for those uh, chicken plates. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, that'd be that'd be pretty incredible if he does. Lots of people don't like him, but you know I don't. Yeah. I think people in Montreal are scared it's of fine. talent. But. Yeah, uh, I, I feel Let him like score 40 goals and he, he be him being minus 73. I'm fine with that. Don't yeah, you bring him with Cole and you yeah. know that everyone's just gonna forget. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I'd rather have him than anyways. Um, <laughs> whatever we have in our top six. I was gonna ask you. Um, you mentioned. I mean, this was a player that you were following uh, when he was in the U.S. National uh, Development Program. Um, so I was going to say, you know, was he already on your radar? But I guess the question I'll ask is, where did you have him landing in that draft? To me, uh, I felt like he was going six or uh, six or seven. I had mm. him pretty high. I, I knew he was because, you know, even uh, Craig Button said, you know, he's the, you know, there's always that guy in the draft that's the purest goal scorer, you know, that, that he's just, that he just scored goals and he was that guy, but you know, I, I knew he was, t he was small, you know, cause I, I followed him. So, yeah. you know, I kind of had him drop, but I felt like, you know, with the Brinkett who was having good seasons, exactly. that GMs would, would not be in the dinosaur era and have him like, okay, you know, <laughs> this kid is the real deal. He's going to get like, exactly. we should take him. And when I just saw him free fall, I was like, damn, they're so stupid. <laughs> But it, it all turned out great in the end. We got him. So, but yeah, I had him six, seven, just because you know if you redraft him right now, I'd probably have him at three, four. Yeah, but, I had him at five. Um, yeah, you know he was in that range. You know, yeah, just because I, of size, because you know you put him at six foot, I think he goes second. I know. Yeah, easily. exactly. Yeah, I know. It's and it's. I just found it so stupid. I mean, like you said. I mean, that was. 
there was the compare like you know Goudreau was playing well at the time and yeah. um uh was you know the the same I think he's also the same height yeah I mean, they're both five seven yeah yeah and they're and he's scoring 40 and no one's complaining and and this kid drops I mean I had him at five there was a point I remember tweeting out uh you know we had a chance to draft him because he was climbing in the draft actually um and he was he was ranked around 13 and 14 I'm like oh he's right in our sights and that lasted like a week and he was like okay now he's like 11 10 okay now he's nine or eight and um you know, and there were te- there were questionable teams that I thought that would take him. I mean, I was jumping up and down. I was at Boston Pizza. Um, I was so happy. Um, I can't say the same for Philadelphia fans <laughs> uh, who heard uh, U.S. National Development Program. Um, however, you know they're probably doing okay at the moment with uh, with you know Mitchkov. But anyways, yeah, um, Danny, did you have uh, with coffee? I'm just looking at radar. Um, not really, but I'm looking at, well, I mean, no, I'll be honest. Like I'm, I'm not one of those guys that, uh, you know, I'm not Craig McKay here, you you know, like, am I going to say, uh, here's my scouting list for seven years in advance. So I'm not, I'm not (laughs) that kind of guy, but, um, I'm looking at the draft here. Like, uh, you know, I'm looking at players and you guys, when you say like he'll be drafted, redrafted at four. Yeah. That's a realistic number because I'm looking at those names. Um, Alex Turcott. Uh, for mm. sure, Caulfield goes before that. Philip Proberg, whatever that, you know, obviously. Anyways, I'm not gonna go through all these uh, names, but uh, clearly a lot of players, a lot of teams, sorry, missed the boat on Caulfield. So, um, um, just yeah, I, I I might as well just bring another point. So, Alex, who did you think we were going to draft with that pick? I I, I, was... I thought it was Cam York. You know, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bears of Cam York. He wants York. He wants York. Yeah, defense. And you know, I, I thought it was him because. Yeah. You know, they they needed defense. Well, we always needed elite. We did everything. Talent, but you know, they <laughs> they always prioritized defense. So you know, and They're it was big there. at the time. So I, I was once it was Philadelphia, and you know, it was York and Caulfield. It was like uh, if it ends up being cool in Philadelphia, you know, it's obviously York. But uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I thought they were going for York, absolutely a hundred percent. That was just what I thought they would go for. Just for those who may not know, I mean, I thought York, but my second option was Alex Newhook, who um, is Montreal Canadian today. Um, he's yep. probably uh, um, properly drafted. I mean, maybe he's a little high for you know he still has to hit that part of his game. I mean, hopefully his return he'll he'll start to take some strides. However. Um, Cole Caulfield definitely is not a 15th overall player. The guy is uh, the real deal. So, yep. So we, uh, so what? The next question is basically one that we we want to ask uh, any um, any super fan, I guess, of a player. So um, feel free to be creative with this, Alex, if you need to. But I just want to know in your eyes, what uh, uh, what what is the current profile of Caulfield within the Habs organization? Uh, what I mean by that is he is he a leader? Is he the the clown? Is he the the enforcer? You know, like uh, in your mind, what is, does he represent to the team? Uh, from what you know, I mean, obviously you you got to go with the clown guy. I think mm-hmm. uh, everyone said it. <laughs> Foley said it. Uh, he's one of the funniest guy he ha- he's ever been with. I think he just has that that type of thing. You know, he just wants to make people laugh. He he seems like a great kid, you know, always laughing, always full of energy. But, you know, at the same time, I think he, 
he knows his role and I, he knows that he's going to be a leader on this team. You know, it's pretty, the Habs are re- really young. You know, we, we got those older guys, yeah. but uh, yeah. he knows in the future, you know, he's going to be that leader with Nick, Gooley, um, you know, Slav too. You know, he's going to be one of those guys, one of the, because, you know, in his first, in his rookie season, he went to the Stanley Cup. So, you know, he's yeah. already got that experience. Yeah. So I think he knows, you know, he, He's a clown. He's going to have fun. He's going to make jokes. Uh, he's going to get the guys happy. You know, I think uh, when times are tough, you know, he's, he's the type of guy that will uh, help the help the guy uh, be happy and just, you know, have fun on the, yeah, the ice. Yeah. But at the same time, you look at him and he's going to be like, you know, that leader, you know, that uh, the young kids want to follow and want to learn from because uh, yeah. I think he, he can be that, that guy too. For me, I had kind of had the same readings, March, uh, that Alex is mentioning here. Um, yeah, he's a funny guy and he's cheerful and he's full of life and all of these things. Uh, but at the same time, like I do sometimes, when, especially when he's not smiling anymore, like whatever, like he hasn't <laughs> scored in five, six games. Yeah, when he doesn't smile anymore, he reminds me a lot of McKinnon, like one of those guys that, that refuses to lose and he hates losing mm-hmm. and he wants to be like, you know, so... Um, yeah, I think you really hit it. I, I would love to see him wearing the A at some point. Um, yeah. 100%. There's a lot. He would be a candidate. I know Goalie is probably lined up for that as well, but uh, I would like to see Caulfield wear the A. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think he will. Like you said, Goalie is probably going to get one too. Mm-hmm. So when once the, the veterans and older guys are gone, I think the Kent and Jeff are going to give uh, you know the the reins to to the young folks. I think it's going to be Nick Cole and Gooley yeah. as uh, captains, unless okay. we draft you know someone else or whatever you know the meet of or whatever. Yeah, but, I, don't know. Uh, I think those guys are going to be the the big leaders and the guy that they rely on. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to ask you a question here. Uh, Alex, and you know, take your time. Uh, I think uh, you're going to actually do this one pretty quickly. Uh, what are your top three moments from Cole Caulfield? Yeah, you already told me. So yeah, I was uh, I was prepared <laughs> for that. But you know, the 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 first one, my favorite moment, actually, right now, it's uh, that game six goal against the Vegas Golden Knights. Pass for Caulfield, trying to get an edge on the when he chipped the puck uh, uh, over McNabb and uh, just did a fuck you to Robin Leonard, who said that <laughs> in his counting reports, he either goes low or five hole, you know, oh, just yeah. doing that during your rookie season in one of the biggest games uh, that he had to play, you know, it was the conference finals in Montreal yep. game six. We had the lead on St. Jean uh, yep. tie game. And he just pulls that goal, you know, at at that exact moment. I knew the kid was the real deal. You know, I already knew. But for the people, you know, that didn't follow him, they were like, that was the big eye-opening moment that, you know, this kid can do it, and he's not going to get pushed around. So that was my favorite moment. I I don't think he ever – I mean, he scored some pretty nice goals, but that one was uh, – pretty insane I, i'm still pissed that uh, the bell center was at like 30 percent capacity or something yeah. that roof would have blown off <laughs> yeah but i was out, i was outside with uh lots of people and uh we all went crazy so so that was cool i always remember that um my second 
favorite moment, obviously, his first NHL goal. Brady Kachuk has been on the ice since the start of this overtime. He has not been able to get off. Two and a half. Petrie to Caulfield scores! Paul Caulfield, his first NHL goal, is a game winner in overtime! Uh, against uh, the Senators. Uh, I actually have a uh, signed picture of, of that goal. Uh, oh, that's nice. You know, my girlfriend gave that to me for my birthday. It was uh, it's a pretty nice picture. But, yeah, you know, just uh, the kid getting called up, you know, sitting because uh, they mismanaged the cap and everything, so he couldn't get called. And, mm-hmm. you know, he just yep. scored that goal in OT. Uh, it was pretty surreal. You know, I was I was on the edge of my seat screaming to Petrie, like, pass him the puck. He's right there. <laughs> and he, he just does that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was uh, pretty amazing to see. Uh, again, still sad that he had to do that during the COVID year. You know, again, know. the Bell Center, you know, it's one of the best arenas to play. And yep. it would have been it would have been crazy. But he got it the year after, so... It's cool, but seeing that first goal, first goal live would have been pretty surreal for everyone there. And that third one, again, a COVID year, but uh, March is going to like that one. Uh, game five against Toronto uh, when he picked that puck by uh, Galchenyuk. Oh, broken up. Cole Caulfield in load here along with Suzuki. And off the pin, Nick Suzuki's won it for Canadians. And we will have a game six. Go on Toronto, uh, Toronto, yeah, against uh, Campbell, and instead of shooting, yes. he decided to pass to Nick Suzuki. Yes. <laughs> what a yes. what a match mature play from him. <laughs> Off I would the end. Rip that top corner, but you know, I think Campbell was expecting it, but you know, great heads up play by him, passing it back to Suzuki. Uh, which, well, I uh, it was funny enough. I had a heart attack because I thought he hit the post. <laughs> And I was yeah, like, you crazy. <laughs> yeah, Gary Galley, I think. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, no, call. it was uh, it was um, Chris Cuthbert who made the call. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, he was like, off the in. <laughs> yeah, so. worst call ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so no, that, that was so, uh, that was another was big moment ones. for Cole, yeah. Yeah, I can uh, visualize each one of those because those are really special. I mean, um, and they all had a very, all of them kind of had uh, FU moments. You know, like uh, maybe the Ottawa one uh, more just for my personal vendetta against the Senators. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the Robin Lehner and, and then obviously, uh, uh, you know, just the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, Alex Galchenyuk, uh, uh, you know, being a habit heart during that game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, third assist. So anyways, yeah, great, great, uh, great choices. Those are awesome. I mean, we could have uh, probably picked a better player to talk about, too. I mean, if your favorite player was Pizzetta, I think we'd be in trouble. Well, maybe yeah. I'd give him the uh, finger banging, but anyways. So. <laughs> I think his only <laughs> good riding. moment was that Buffalo goal in shootout. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though. The 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 finger banging, pony riding. Oh yeah, I guess that yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah, not much to talk about Pizzetta. I, <laughs> I like the one. I like the one when they um I think they tied the game against Philadelphia at the last second or something. Yeah, that was. Another... Carter Hart. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. Another big was fuck you yeah. to them. <laughs> Yeah. That was good Against, too. Uh, yeah, um, that that goalie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suzuki ended his career with that uh, head tap. It all yeah. it all went down after that. Suzuki was <laughs> onto something, you know, with those head taps and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, you know, enjoy. Uh... Anyways, 
I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> um. So, um, I I think so. You already mentioned the the signed picture. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Do you own? Uh, you know, you can. You don't have to go through the, the the thirteen closets of Cole Caulfield uh, jerseys, but. Um, do you have any Cole Caulfield jerseys or other mem memorabilia you'd like to talk about? Yeah, well, you know, I got the signed picture. I got a signed puck. I won that with the rewards program of the Habs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And, you know, I got pretty much all the T-shirts that they sell of Cole. I got uh, I got two jerseys home in the way of Cole. And, you know, uh, I'm looking potentially buying a Wisconsin University uh, sweatshirt too. You know, just just a big cold guy, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I got socks too for Christmas this year too. He, his uh, oh, socks ones, with uh, his face. Yeah, the face his, on it. That's yeah, nice. his weird face. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents gave me that because uh, they know I'm a big Cole fan. So. Um, I, I, I don't know why you saying socks made me remember. Don't you have a Nick Suzuki bobblehead? Yeah, I do. I got two. Okay, so why aren't you sending one to me? Because uh, I gave one to my father. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's the right choice. And mine is broken. We... His, his head is actually broken, but he's he's oh. right next to me right now. He's looking at me. He's saying, hey, March. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> delete the episode. <laughs> yeah, I didn't and, expect um... to have one, but my girlfriend is working at the Bell Center. And uh, she, she your won one. Here. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> getting you all sorts of stuff here. This yeah, awesome. no, she she's a real trooper. She she yeah. follows me in my craziness. She knows that I love the Habs and Cole. So yeah, did you meet her at the Bell Center? Or not? No, 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 I met her on uh, Tinder. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. Well, that's even wow. That's even Shout better. Like that. That's awesome. Story. Yeah. Yeah. No, but okay. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You know, uh, I got two. Suzuki bobblehead. I told her, you know, the next time uh, when it's Kirby Doc, I said, you know, you got to get me one of those too. I'm going to mm -hmm. put him right in front of Nick Suzuki, you know, like first line, second line, bro. Uh, would you like <laughs> a Daniel hope... Sedin uh, bobblehead for a broken Nick Suzuki one? No, I'm I'm actually happy with sense. my Nick Suzuki one. <laughs> I would have traded to you for Cole, but... I'll give you the Cole hockey card. I have the Cole hockey... Man... You don't think I have those? I have like 50, <laughs> you don't think I, I have, have 50 yeah. rookie cards from Cool. <laughs> I'll give you another. Add it to collection. I probably already stuff. had it too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy heck. Anyways, Danny, you were um, saying? I, I do have a question. Like, we usually ask our, our guests for those uh, player spotlights. Like, have you ever met the player? But in your case, we know that you haven't and you want to really want to meet him one day. But actually, have you put any thought into what you would say to him or how, how would you go about that interaction? If you have one of those uh, Patricia moments that she had with Reinbacker, like anything like that for yourself? Man, uh, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't even know what I would tell him. You know, I probably... You got to think about it. Yeah, you got to think I know, about but, it. But I probably freeze because, you know, I'm such a big fan. I'd probably freeze. Yeah. I'd probably call him bro like fucking a hundred times or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but you realize like six foot five <laughs> against a five foot but seven. The first thing the first thing I would do is I would show him my pin tweet, you know. Just you know hundred <laughs> and I would tell him, you know, this is great, you know. I don't know how you'd feel about it, but you know, I'd be like, you know, yeah. this is just a good for good fun. It either goes <laughs> it either goes so well or it's like he's calling for security. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's either one of the two. But There's a six I, five guy uh, showing me pictures of my parents. <laughs> I feel like he's the guy that would probably laugh at it. You know, oh, yeah, he kind of lighthearted joke and everything. So. Hey, if the guy his nickname is Lacock, I mean, I think he's he's fine with the tweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. uh, with my name and everything, I'm probably sure he he he'd understand. And he, like I said, it's just yeah. a lighthearted joke and everything. Never thought he would yeah. pick up that well too. But that's the yeah. first thing I'd show him. You know, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I got to show you this, bro. <laughs> then I'd probably <laughs> take a picture and just you know just talk about it. You know how I how I followed would him. Would you? Would you would you uh, bend your knees, take a picture with him? Or I'd probably just, have uh, to, <laughs> okay. to fit in the frame. So, you know, I'd up. be on. <laughs> We're probably <laughs> the same height when I'm on my knee, so. <laughs> just uh, just put up, pick him up and hold him. <laughs> he's a he's a small little guy, but the guy he's uh, got some breaking news. Uh, Alex has been uh, arrested. Uh, <laughs> he, tall young man has been arrested uh, outside the Bell Center. <laughs> um, well, I really wish that you you meet him, man. I, I wish they make it happen, Chantal. If you listen to this, Madame All right. Um, and uh, lastly, just I mean, we do this as well. Again, uh, we know where this is headed, but uh, where do you project uh, Cole Caulfield in his career to go? Um, not, I'm telling you, like to predict 15 years of uh, of 15 seasons, but. Where do you think he's gonna? Is his legacy, his uh, his projection? Uh, yeah. What do you think? I think he'll be remembered for the first player who scored 50 goals for the Habs since uh, I don't know guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was looking for his name. I knew Stefan, but I think yeah. he'll do it. How many times? I can't say. He'll probably do it once or twice. I don't think he's mm-hmm. a 50 goal scorer like yearly. Yeah, but it depends who he gets. Because if he's staying, you know, with some, depends how Slap grows or who we draft this year in the next couple of years. Because I think if you give him a good playmaker or something like this, I can't. I think it can happen consistently. Yeah. But I think he's that 35, 40 goal scorer at least a year, like every time. Um, yeah, we'll see. But but I but I think you know he'll get that 50. I'm pretty sure of it. You know just. Give him time, but he's going to be like that consistent goal scorer that, like, I don't like saying it, but like Pacioretty did, you know, he was kind of consistent. They're not yeah. the same type of player, I'm, you know, had the I'm, same legacy or anything, but. Yeah, I was about to say the exact, I was literally thinking that in my head. I was going to say, um, well, I was going to say, actually, he would be, yeah, 35 to 40 goal scorer, but it wouldn't be the same as a, the Pacioretty 35 to 40 goal scorer. No, exactly. Like, it's different. Um, his, no, his, I think Cole is just more lethal, um, and it, and a lot of it only has you know goes with like how consistent he is, as well as the fact that he's not just looking for the puck like he creates plays. Um, yep. So and playmaking abilities are really underrated, you know. Yeah. He can pass that puck. He he's got that hockey IQ. You know, he can find yep. those lanes. What. Well, you look at a guy like Pacioretty, who, you know, just pass him the puck, he's going to score an empty netter. <laughs> but, but no, but yeah. honestly, yeah, it, you know, Pacioretty was known for scoring. I think Cole will be remembered as a goal scorer, but he's pr- 
providing even more that patcher ready did you know like i said playmaking he's working on his defensive play you know he's becoming a better all-around player but obviously i think he'll be remembered for scoring and uh that 50 goal season is going to happen uh, i don't yeah. have any doubt about that but like realistically i think he's that 35 40 goal scorer each year like that's going to be mm-hmm. consistent do we know what he's yeah. on pace for right now He's on pace for 28, which is not bad. No, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not bad how we started, you know, because we all knew, you know, that people were scared, you know, how he's not scoring, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. But like we all, like we said, he just came back from a shoulder surgery. Like that's not nothing. No, yeah, it's miraculous. I mean, he was in the shits for the start of the season. And he hadn't played for like eight months since January last yeah, yeah, last year. So you know, he he missed like eight months of hockey. Yep. Well, not, you know, you understand what I yeah. mean by yeah, eight exactly. Months. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it was just bound to pick back up. And you know, ten point game streak right now. He's he's feeling himself. Uh, like I said, next year I think sky is the limit for him. I think we could see that forty goal season easily. Hell yeah. And uh, obviously, I want him to get fifty. But like I said going to come in time, not not even scare about it. Not You're going to have to eat a lot of chicken, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it all year long next year. I'm going to start early, so we know. Nice. Be... Right. That's, uh, that's $787 of chicken for 50 goals. <laughs> hey, it's all worth it's, it. It's a proper <laughs> investment here. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> right. That's it for me, March. This has been yeah. awesome. This is this was great. Um, I guess we'll just uh, close it off here. Alex, thank you so much. I mean, your story. Um, I mean, this is definitely, I, I would say, a road to success for you. This is uh, great um, exposure, and um, I, I, I wish you the best. And thanks for sticking around to talk about your favorite player. I mean, um, with, you know, I, I'm going to say I think you're a bigger fan of Cole Caulfield than I am of Nick Suzuki, and, and not, not, not necessarily um, – for passion, but for effort. I mean, you're, you're definitely a, a diehard. So, and hopefully one day you get to meet Cole and, and tell him that. So, but anyways, before that happens, thanks so much for, for joining us tonight. You're welcome guys. It's always a pleasure being on and talking to you guys. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Danny, any last words? I think just guys, give us a follow, uh, at C2C THB. And if you give us a rating as well, that would be really appreciated. Sounds good. All right. See you guys. Bye, guys. New episodes drop every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at C2CTHP.